I left my failing business that resulted in thousands of dollars of debt and almost killed my passion for entrepreneurship to set out on a journey to build a business I could enjoy doing the rest of my life. I went all in to learn a new skill and found myself in the world of funnel marketing. Now I get to talk to entrepreneurs who are creating mass movements and empowering others. I don't know how I'll do it yet, but I know I want to join them. Follow me on my journey as I speak with top entrepreneurs to learn the strategies they are using to build their movements and grow their businesses. I'm your host, Susan Leonardson, and this is Amplify Your Impact. Hey everyone, on this episode, I have Tara Nelson. She is the founder of Unseen to Irresistible, and she helps people to discover their unique value in the marketplace and how to communicate that to their ideal client. And I'm so excited for her to be here because she's going to talk to us about personal branding and how to discover your unique gifts so that you can put it out there into the world and truly like build this business in a, in a way that will be long lasting. So I'm really excited for Tara to be here. Welcome, Tara. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So let's start. I always start with asking people their background. So I know this wasn't always what you did. So give everybody a little bit of a history about what you uh, started with in the entrepreneurial space and like how you got to the point where you're at now. Okay. Um, I've always been a creative person and I went to college for uh, psychology and photography. I was thinking of doing art therapy, but ended up after graduating being hired by a professional photographer. And that kind of was the path that I took. So the artistic aspect of it, I was really good at, but I wasn't trained as a business person. So I think like a lot of entrepreneurs who have a natural talent, when you don't have a background in business, it's really frustrating trying to, you know, do what you do and figure out how to succeed in the business space. That's so true. And so that took you on this photography journey. So what led you to then helping like where you're at now, like now you are you're about to be launching this program called Unseen to Irresistible, where you're helping people discover what they're good at and what they can do. Um, so how did you get to the, from photography to that? It started with a phone call in the first couple years of my photography business. And it was from a friend, a colleague, who was also a photographer in my area. And when I answered the phone, she started excitedly telling me about a new bride who had just hired her to photograph their wedding. And the entire time she was talking, my heart was just sinking because I had recently spoken to that very same bride. And what was confusing to me was the person I was talking to was a natural light photographer. And the bride who had just booked her had been really specific in talking to me about uh, making sure that I could photograph in dark settings. They had a reception venue that was super dark and we talked about um, off-camera flash and how to get the good pictures. She'd been really excited. We hung up. She's going to book me. And then I get this call that, oh my gosh, she went with someone else. And as this is going through my mind, I hear the person on the other end of the phone say, 
do you think that you could tell me what equipment I need to buy and then show me how to use it? Because honestly, I have no idea what I'm doing. And that just was beyond frustrating. I was putting in endless hours, honing my craft, the best equipment, um, caring for my clients, getting to know them so well. And yet, I see that they're sometimes going with someone who isn't a good fit. So I started talking with entrepreneurs in all different spaces and found out that this was a common issue of being beaten in the marketplace by a competitor with an inferior product. So that started my journey of trying to figure out what was missing, what was I doing wrong. And at the time I was teaching photography at Penn State University. And as I was preparing my lecture, three words jumped off the page at me. It was focus, capture, and develop. And those are the steps to making great art and creating things that are appealing, attractive, memorable. And that's exactly what I wanted to be in the eyes of my ideal client. So I started putting those principles into practice in my own business. And before I knew it, the inquiries that I was receiving went from, you know, what are your prices? Are you available on this date? To, oh my gosh, we have to have you. Can you contact us immediately? We're praying that you're available on our date. Or, oh, you have such a beautiful heart. I can't wait to work with you. And I was blown away by the results because I was connecting with people before even talking to them. And that was my ultimate goal. So I was initially then repelling or attracting ideal clients. So I was no longer trying to sell myself over the phone. They were coming pre-qualified. So That's after amazing. I, it was, it was a total game changer for me. So as I progressed, I was doing mainly weddings at that time and started being hired to photograph, um, well, the first one was a politician and they wanted campaign photos. So Harrisburg called, they want me to uh, photograph this candidate and I'm like, great, uh, what are you looking for? You know, what, what's your vision here? What does he stand behind? And they're like, I don't know, we, we just need pictures. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I met with them. Even his campaign manager didn't really have any ideas. So I went behind of, you know, what do you stand behind? What's your personality? What is, what is it that you have to offer? Why are you doing this? What do you want to do with your time? And put together a plan so that his story, his photos told those stories and they, they were incredible. So I've been doing that with businesses, schools, corporations, and individual entrepreneurs ever since. That's one of the things that you help people with is using your skill as a photographer to then like marry that with storytelling, um, which is really, really awesome. Cause I think that's something that a lot of us skip. Um, we know that storytelling is important and we, seek out copywriters. We try to, you know, write the best story in text form, but I, at least for me, I often forget like photos, you know, the, the saying where, you know, a picture is worth a thousand words. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. So much. So, um, so do you, you still do photography? Is that correct? 
Um, I do, but I do it for my higher end coaching clients so they can book an intensive and come and throughout that day, we'll plan out their story session and take all of those pictures. But because I'm only one person, I wanted to help more people. So what I've done in my course is take my innate gifting of being able to meet someone and see what's unique and beautiful about them and capture that in a photo and break it down so that they're able to do that for themselves. So once they have that framework of what are my innate giftings, what stories are important, who am I reaching and what's my value to them, I, they can put together what I call a brand blueprint that they can then refer to when creating written content, visual content, videos, hiring out, but it gives that cohesive um, message. Because as you said, it's easy to come up with this amazing story written and then, oh man, like I don't have any pictures and I'm a little overweight right now and I have acne right here, so I don't wanna you know, go for a shoot. So you pull up a stock photo and you know, your customers can smell a stock photo a million miles away. So it doesn't have that personal touch. But when you're pairing it with a picture that you have that you know, communicates some of that same message, it makes it so much more powerful. So you help people create, like figure out all these things and then they can go and either do it themselves or, you know, hire a photographer to help them create the images. Um, Absolutely. Okay. So you went from unseen and then you had uh -huh. people basically begging you to work with them. Like what, what happened? What did you start to do? Um, that, that made that happen. I mean, obviously it was putting a story out there. Um, uh -huh. that's going to be one of the things you did. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I always had this sense that if I was really good at what I did and had a stellar product, what else could people look for? Like, that's it. So I was essentially hiding behind my work. I was putting out all of the pictures that were beautiful um, and you know, the people that were hiring me could see what I was doing and I'd be like, oh man, they totally get it. These are perfect clients. But in that phone call, I realized that someone who I felt was a perfect client wasn't seeing all that I offered just by looking at my product. So that inspired me to start talking about what I did and uh, marriage. That was like a key key part for me in doing weddings. Like I, I believe in marriage. I believe in, you know, love. And so talking about my family and my background and that allowed people to start connecting with me beyond just the photos. So what can people start doing now for their improving their personal brand? Um, and, and maybe even putting out their like, how to do what you did, like tell the story. If they don't have the photos, they don't have, you know, they, you do have mm -hmm. a free offer that people can go get today, right? Which would be a good mm -hmm. starting place that you have a, a blueprint of sorts. Absolutely. I have what I call a mini brand blueprint, which is a, a workbook that helps you identify some of those key, um, 
elements to creating a strong personal brand. So I believe that a strong brand that communicates a message that's going to attract ideal clients um, involves your innate intelligence, which is the things that you were born with. Um, your story, which are all the things that have happened since you've been on the earth and your value in the eyes of your ideal client. So what is it that you have to offer them specifically? So by identifying aspects of each of those three categories, you can then start to have a cohesive message um, by referring to those elements. So that uh, mini bl blueprint will help them figure out some of those. So can you walk us through um, some of the steps for, hang on, I lost my train of thought, one second. <laughs> See, I stumble over stuff too. <laughs> yep. Good, you've stumbled more than me so far. This is going really well. Thank you. <laughs> okay, I'm just trying to think of what, what tips um you could give like is there one of those that you could dive a little deeper into that that you sure. have included in your blueprint yep yep okay um maybe the innate so dive a little bit deeper into um your innate intelligence yeah okay yeah do you have a oh, let me see if there a question i can use to transition into that um you can say like innate intelligence sounds interesting. Do you want to tell me a little bit more about that yeah. or something? <laughs> okay, so Tara, I want to learn more about the the part where you help people figure out like their innate gifts and intelligence. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure, absolutely. Um, when my kids were born, I spent a lot of time paying attention to their personalities. And as they grew, I found that their personality, even at birth, has carried through. Um, my oldest is 18 now. And my, my daughter, who's 15, the day she was born, slept four hours right after birth. And she's still a huge sleeper, just very laid back and casual. And that's always intrigued me. So... I feel that if you can look back and see what was your personality like when you were young, what things excited you, what was your temperament before kind of the world got a hold of you. So looking at also what types of things were you interested in and what um, things were you better at than other people. So if you can start to identify some of those unique gifts, they don't even have to be um, like I was better at tennis or carpentry or, you know, something like that. It could be such as seeing the best in others, um, connecting with the beauty that you see in other people's relationships, um, being more uh, skilled at arts and crafts during summer camp. Anything like that that you can kind of pull out will help give you a sense of that innate intelligence. Another uh, thing that I like to have my clients do that's really powerful is to contact their friends, family, and close coworkers and ask them to describe them in three words. 
And when you compile those, it's amazing to see how other people see you. Because oftentimes we can become kind of jaded in our own vision of ourselves. And it also gives you, and this is one of the most powerful things of creating a blueprint, is the freedom to own it. When you haven't determined, you know what? I'm an amazing journalist. Like, I'm so good at this. When somebody else has said, you know what? You are so good at journalism. Like, I can just see the story when I read what you've written, and it just really touches me like nobody else. It allows you to, to own that because you're not naming it yourself. So along with strengths, um, personality tests are other good ways to do that. And along with what types of um, words do you use when, um, that's not the best way to put it. How do you want your audience to feel? When you're looking for friends, when you're looking at your ideal clients, how do you want them to feel when they interact with you? So all of those things can help point you towards your innate intelligence. So can you give an example of maybe somebody who you helped discover some of these things about themselves um, and then how they applied it to their business? Because I could see it happening to where like you go and discover, be like, I'm in this business where it's very like logical things or like maybe like an accountant, but they thought back and were like, I was really actually a pretty creative child. So like those are two uh -huh. different sides of the spectrum. So have you ever had a, had a client that was maybe in a similar situation and how do you help them to take what they're discovering about themselves and applying it to their business today? So you're, you're saying they have kind of polar opposite they're identifying their innate intelligence in one category and their profession is the opposite. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Okay. That's an interesting one. That's really good. I've worked with lots of financial planners over the years. And what I find interesting is they often feel that they don't have a good voice, that they aren't able to communicate um, as well as that they'd like. And it's because they tend to be more analytical, but have that more creative feeling. So I, I've worked with people like that. And what I recommend doing is taking that profession that you have and pulling in aspects of your innate giftings. So, and that's really going to set you apart because if someone has, you know, known since they were five that they wanted to be an accountant, <laughs> and, you know, they're going to have a certain personality type, you know, the, the stereotypical accountant or fireman or whatever, it, it tends to attract a certain type of person. So if you have qualities that are the opposite of that, that's really going to set you apart. So you can play up, if you're an artistic accountant, instead of dressing in the classic business suit and sitting in a... Um, you know, wood desk with all the books behind, which you might normally think of. Maybe you have, um, your books are all in rainbow order and you've got on a, a different type of sweater. So that is going to allow you to connect to people who are looking for an accountant, but don't want that normal, you know, stiffer type traditional appeal that you would normally see. So that's really going to actually work in your favor to set you apart. I love that. Um, so 
what other ways do people use, end up using these innate gifts or intelligences that have been able to help them? I think examples are really helpful to hear people like, like the one you just gave um, to mm -hmm. when they start thinking about the things about themselves, like how do I make this how do I bring this in? So do you have any other examples of, of something that stood out to you in the past with a client that you've worked with or, <clears throat> or with yourself even of how you were able to bring elements in? Yes. Let me look here. Okay. <clears throat> so <clears throat> your innate intelligence is going to provide you with the ideal competitive angle. So as we said with the artistic accountant, it is setting you apart. So in my case with, um, well, I don't even know if that's the best example. I'm trying to think of a good one. Okay, so I worked with a chiropractor and in her field, in our area, there tended to be more male practitioners and they were very um analytical and uh not doctoral what would be a good word for that medical um it's like that professional you know what i'm saying like by the book type of people or is that not what you're getting at it is Structured. <laughs> yeah, I think structured. That's a really good way to do it. Yeah, okay. So in her area, her competitors tended to be both male and very structured in their approach to dealing with their clients. And she had been trying to fit that preconceived idea she had of what people wanted. So when we identified her innate gift, she is very compassionate. She can sense when something is wrong emotionally um, with her clients. She also is very um, kind of homeopathic and organic in her approach to healing and was trying to squelch that because she felt that, okay, in this area, this is what people want in terms of chiropractic care but she was allowed to completely set herself apart from her competitors by embracing that difference. She still gives quality care. She's still, you know, every bit as knowledgeable, if not more than her competitors, but that gave her a nice competitive angle. Also figuring out why you want to do what you do is very important, both for your own drive and kind of keeping you going but also for your clients to know this is why this person is in it. They aren't just a chiropractor to make money. They do it because they care. And in her case, the clients and the base that she built of customers all come to her because they can, she can sense you're not just, you know, out of balance in your spine. I can see that you're under a lot of stress or, you know, what else is going on? Because health is more than just the symptom. So that was a really huge thing for her. And they know that she's in it because she cares. Also being able to refer back to um, like your three most important parts of your service. 
So for her, compassion was one of those. So in all of her marketing, she touches on the aspect of compassion. It doesn't have to be said outright, but both in her photos and the writing that she puts out, her advertising, you see that element of compassion in there. So it, it becomes, you know, kind of your, your signature. Kind of like your, your brand's values. Like, yeah, they're not blatantly said, but it kind of, like everything you do comes back to those three main brand values. Yeah, exactly. And I feel that a lot of entrepreneurs in trying to become more competitive will kind of do that shiny object syndrome where, oh, there's this new course out and we have to do a membership site. Maybe we should do that. Or, you know, the, Tara said we should do three words. What can they be? Or, you know, you're jumping all over the place. But I feel like going back to that brand blueprint that you've created and consistently pulling from those you know, that, that framework really helps avoid that disconnect. And, you know, your clients see that if, you know, one day it's super bright colors and then it's down to muted. Now you're pushing these words and now you're doing that. So it, yeah. it helps build trust. The, you know, brand identity, you know, how your brand actually looks like logos, colors, all of that stuff does seem like not the most important thing at times. And really it's because you have to go through that foundational stuff first. You have to know what message you're trying to put out there. Then that stuff becomes super important because mm -hmm. it's how people identify you. It's how, like you mentioned earlier, how you make your clients feel like when you're putting that, that type of stuff out there, it's putting a certain feeling out there. So I love the, the examples you've given us today. Um, so if someone wanted to go check out Unseen to Irresistible. Um, what, what does that program look like? I have been working with um, entrepreneurs, speakers, authors, um, healthcare professionals in defining those key aspects to their brand and helping them create. The, the key for me is authenticity. So when you have gone from this ground up approach everything that comes out is authentic to you. So it makes it really easy to do your job. You're connecting with people that like you for you. You're not putting on a front. So I offer a eight week course that takes you through the process of figuring out your um, brand and then what elements you need to communicate that so that your ideal client finds you online and thinks you're absolutely irresistible. I love that. Unseen and Irresistible is going to be coming out soon. You guys need to go check it out. You can go to unseen2irresistible.com. And Tara, where else can people connect with you? They can find me both on Instagram and on Facebook at Tara Nelson, which is T-E-R-A Nelson. And the link to the blueprint will be in the show notes. Tara, do you have any final thoughts? So I want to encourage you to think of the people that you can reach and help. And by putting yourself out there, they don't have to go find someone else who might not be the best match. They don't have to wonder what to do, but instead you can serve them. And a great personal example of that is actually creating my course because I am actually at my heaviest weight I've ever been and really resisted recording it because of that. 
and in the end decided that this message has to get out. I see the impact that it has on others, the change in their lives, and the domino effect that that has on their families, their clients, it's huge. And when I thought of it that way, it was the most selfish thing for me to not do the course because of you know my own vanity or being a little overweight right now. So I want to encourage you to, to get out and do it. And I think another hang up people have is like not knowing what to talk about. And I think that your um, course and even your blueprint would help with that because if you know what your message is going to be in the core um, message that you're putting out there and your traits and your gifts that you have to share with people, like that solves the problem of what do I talk about? So even 100%. if you're struggling with that. Yes. After completing my course, you will have a brand blueprint that you can refer to in everything that you create. And it makes all of the decisions in your business so much easier because it's already predetermined. I love it. I'm so excited for you to get this launched. Um, so look for this. Um, when this episode is published, it's possible that this is not going to be launched yet, but it will be very soon. So go connect with Tara and, and, and get the mini brand blueprint that is available now. That'll help get you started. Tara, thank you so much for being with us today. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of Amplify Your Impact. If you're loving what you're hearing, please subscribe and leave a review to help others like you discover the show. Do you have a course or info product that you're trying to get out into the world and make an impact, but you're struggling to figure out how to do that? I know that it can be hard and that's why I want to get on a free call with you. So you can tell me your goals, what you're trying to accomplish, what message you're trying to get out there into the world and see if I can help you come up with a plan and really figure out how to sell what you have to offer to truly amplify your impact and empower others. To jump on that call with me, go to susanleonardson.com forward slash discover.